Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, here we are again. My golly, I can't believe it. The 419th episode of You Can Build It, Your Business. This is Chuck Bartok speaking to you from Northern California. And so far this afternoon, we're joined by Nancy Lou Henderson from Sweeney, Texas, and Diane Stevenson from uh, London, Ontario. Uh, Two ladies who have been uh, pretty regular in offering their experiences and ideas and so on on how they're building their business of writing or selling books. And you can write, and then you have to sell the product unless you're writing for someone else who's already compensating you. You know, for instance, a newspaper reporter or someone who writes, oh my gosh, don't do this. Um, <laughs> someone who writes um, uh, technical journals for their boss or their company or whatever. But then there are the creative writers like we have on this show today. Nancy Lou Henderson has just published uh, one of her books, which uh, I, I, I know the book, but then it's Love and Marriage, right? Yes. And then, the love uh, then, of go ahead. Uh-huh. That's it. Love and Marriage, the love story of Nancy and Frank or Frank and Nancy, I can't remember. Nancy and Frank, but sometimes I do it backwards, too. Cause yes, and everybody, you, you can find more about it at nancyloohenderson.com. And Diane Stevenson, who has been writing for a long time, just recently published two of her books. And again, Diane, can you share your book's titles with us, please? The novel is um, Look for the Rainbows, A Journey of Spirit and Heart. And the other is sort of a memoir kind of a thing, I suppose you would say. And it is called Shadows in My Valley. And that is has something to do uh, with your life, right? Yes, yes. Oh, that's it. And, you know, just touch on that. Basically, both, both of our guests today, or contributors, have been writing about real-life experiences, primarily their own. And I do want to leave everybody listening today, tomorrow, in the future, the concept we've all heard that, you know, everybody has a book within. And that's probably pretty true. What a lot of us don't realize is there are a lot of people who, because of who they are, are interested in the experiences like of people like yourself and we all are unique we're each born with a unique set of genes but there are there is one thing that's true we're all children of the same creator and we have some some naturally endowed or bestowed traits the human trait uh, which are gifts from God and um, you know we have the right to use that any direction we want, good, bad, or ugly, because we have free will. 
All this boils down to the fact that if you have a story, a self-experienced story, something that happened when you were young, when you were old, or today, you may want to put it down on paper. Uh, And then the next question is, well, who wants to read it? One of the advantages we have today, which is also a disadvantage like most things, is that we have tools available to us that are low to no cost to introduce ourselves and our story to many, many people. And obviously, we want to spend time delivering that information to people who are interested. So it's part of our job to find out where the people who are like us hang out. And of course, social media has been a big, a big area for that. And this show for the last year has been discussing the effective use of social media. And today I want to focus on an aspect of that, and that we, as individuals who have something to say, be it your novel or be it just your opinion uh, or a product you've created uh, or a service that you perform and you're seeking more business, you're seeking more customers, you're seeking more profitability, we can take existing content that we've had for a long time uh, and repurpose it. Uh, For instance, let's take a book that was written five years ago. You can reintroduce that book to the public via a website, chapter at a time. It's be like a new fresh book. It doesn't really matter that it was on the market for five years. It can still be demonstrated. Now what's going to happen is people are going to come to those pages, read them, get to know the author better or the character in the book better, And um, you have the other products on your site to sell, and voila, people want to buy them. Now, let's take the fact that you can take – I've done this with poetry. Uh, You know, poetry is kind of boring for some people. I happen to like it. And the the verse, the prose, however the proper word is, you girls can jump all over me here. The the written word that is the poetry – can be narrated. The advantage there is when a reader is reading poetry, depending on their own mindset, it can be very animated or it can be dull and boring and monotonous. An interesting word, monotonous, monotoned. Anyway, um, or you can narrate your poem and by the inflection, the tonal inflection of the creator in reading those words, can give a totally different perspective to someone listening to it. Now, what we've done on Jim's website is we've printed the poems, and then we've created an audio version of the poem, which also we have created a video version of the poem with the audio interspersed, with the audio overlaid. So the poem can be enjoyed visually, audioly, or read. Visually meaning the, the, uh, um, the, the video. Somebody says, well, how can I do that on a more lengthy thing? Well, short stories lend themselves. For instance, Nancy's widow's blog 
is nothing more than a whole bunch of short stories that relate to her life experiences. The one I, I think of the one about the bathroom changing the toilet, she could actually narrate that, then take still photographs that are relevant to the part of the story, for instance, the picture of the toilet, then a picture of a toiled, toilet dismantled, and so on. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I have to read the story again. And what you do is you go to any one of the free video editors that are available on PCs or Macs, and you have your audio because you have made an audio of that short story, which is available on your website, and then you've taken that audio and listened to it, and you, you load your video maker with stills, and you put them in, and they're visible for two seconds, three seconds, four seconds, depending on the speed of changing the story. In poetry, it, you know, you, I think everybody under, I sometimes get lost myself when I try to talk. But <coughs> now you have another product to share on social media. You have another product to be on your website. And, and now you, I mean, if you did the videos, you put them up on YouTube, which opens up a whole new market for you. And, and one thing that I learned a long time ago, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. And videos that I made 8, 9, 10, 14 years ago are still getting watched currently. And I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, advertising them. But I go back and I look at my, my YouTube channel weekly, sometimes a couple times a week, and I look at my traffic and the analytics and, and where it comes from, and it's kind of funny to find out that somebody watched Growing Tomatoes for Health and Wealth, which is, what, 28 videos, and they watched that because they searched for Growing Tomatoes and landed there on the playlist and, and played them. Now, even though it hasn't been a large thing, we offer that video on a CD because farmers or growers, gardeners have purchased it and played it on, you know, or, or they can watch it on YouTube and, and plant their garden and do the tomato work. But it, it's still getting traffic, and I haven't added anything to it. It's very, uh, I'm not growing tomatoes anymore. But <coughs> poetry books, uh, things of that nature that if you repurpose, and video can be one way. Uh, it, let short stories and poems lend themselves because most people do not have the attention span to watch a video of the whole book. In Nancy's case, her blog posts about widowhood are, are prime for this. In Diane's cases, uh, you do come up with kind of your blog posts are inspirations tied to verse. Isn't that correct, to scripture? Some is, yeah. Okay, that can be narrated with your voice because it's a beautiful voice. You can add that as an audio player down at the bottom of that blog post. And then in your leisure... I know with your artistic talent, you can find images 
that back up that prose or you know the words and and there you go with a video that can be uploaded to Vimeo can be on YouTube uh, many other places and also Facebook and I will say this about videos the odds of a person getting their video viral is much quicker on Facebook because believe it or not there's less attention or less competition and I know Nancy's a fan of the Geneva Shore report and the reporters put up videos every day about road conditions and the weather conditions in that small Wisconsin town and what blows you away by noon 1,700 people have seen the video which is a good number you know so um, repurposing content that you've already spent a lot of time and energy in creating can be an added benefit of marketing yourself and your product. I see Lou McIntyre is with us. Good afternoon, Lou. Yeah, hey, how are you doing? Just fine. Thank you, sir. And how's Karen? Uh, Karen's good. She won't be in for a while uh, because she's got a uh, concert rehearsal on Monday. Oh boy! Okay. Well, we're we're going to have a, an abbreviated show for sure today. Another ten or fifteen minutes. I've spent most of the time so far talking about my concept of repurposing content that we've already created and possibly helping us opening doors to, to more customers. So, Lou, do you have anything new and exciting to share that you have done, uh, maybe the same thing you've done in the past, or maybe you've introduced some new ideas to your own uh, system? Well, I have had a tremendous amount of good success on uh, this last post. I'm, it looks like I'm going to break uh, uh, maybe a uh, hundred books in um, February. Wow! Uh, and uh, I went right through fifteen hundred, and I might cross the sixteen hundred mark here fairly soon. Uh, now, let me ask you: you, I think you, you, that you, worked is I left a lot of comments on there and had uh -huh. a lot of exchanges with the people. And then after I got enough comments out there of people saying, "Wow, we bought it! It was really cool." Uh, okay. Them, of course. Uh, then I had people saying, "Well, with all of these reviews, I can't not buy it." So that post oh. is going to get repurposed uh, for March, also. Very good. Now, this was a Facebook post, you said. It it is. It's uh, uh, you can see the post in the comments uh, on the Eagle and the Dragon page. Okay, Eagle and Dragon page. Ladies and gentlemen, Lou has uh, one of his, just one of his uh, great books, The Eagle and the Dragon, uh, the, about a topic that fascinates me and so many other people, and that's the uh, uh, story of Rome and China, uh, a relationship uh, between those two countries way before any of us were born. So um, I just, um, it really is a, uh, it, he has a page, that is the name of the book, which is something that some people have found to be very beneficial. Other people have used the page that is their personality, the, the, their name, Nancy Lou Henderson or Diane Stevenson, and then on those pages they discuss the books or articles that, that uh, uh, are being written. Now, 
which I see that you had a post on, uh, is it the post of December 31st or one after that, Lou? Uh, let's see, it's the one uh, on, um, let me look at it. Look I'm looking it at January 1st. January the one. It's the one that begins Pardon me, Facebook it takes so long to refresh. Oh, I know, you gotta scroll down, yeah. Yeah, Which I want to mention something about that. Uh yeah. anyway, it's the one that begins with Pinnacle Award twenty nineteen in caps. Okay, okay. Yeah, I see one of them is the winner of the Pinnacle Award. Uh, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one? Okay, I'm going to... Yeah, so uh, what I'm going to recommend that... Comment. Lou, why don't you go into your page and pin that to the top? Because uh, the, I normally don't pin my posts to the top of my page because I basically advertise the uh, posts get advertised separately without advertising the page, and then I okay. okay. the page, and then I've got information to link them. The pin post there links them back to my author's page, so they can see the other book. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, no, it's I just you know the reason I pin the because especially a post that has done well. I try to feature that. And the other thing that makes your page different is it's okay to change the pinned post one or two times a week. You can you can pin a post from six months ago that was a good post. And you know, just a little changing the um, changing the atmosphere uh, is sometimes an idea to consider. Uh, mm -hmm. I know it's been it's worked for us. And uh, but this brought up something. What was I going to say? The eagle. Anyway, I lost my thought train by talking. I should shut up. Um, but so so the one that's the winner of the Pinnacle Award, you can because of how you set up, um, actually trace sales to that post. Uh, no, I cannot. All I can okay. say is. While that post has been running, sales have been uh, uh, outstanding. Okay, okay, very good. Now, uh, there's there is no way to trace sales that I know of to a specific advertisement. Uh, that's right now, what true. What showing is that post has reached 40,000 people with 2,000 engagements uh, and 500 link clicks. Okay, because you boosted it, right? Yeah, and I can see that. You can't. Yeah. Right, I understand. Now, there is something that I started to do about six months ago. I don't know if anybody else is. You have the link. It says Amazon.com, Eagle and Dragon, and the picture comes up, correct? Yes. If you take that link and just even go to uh, uh, the Google URL shortener, which is a free service, and shorten the link, the picture will show up the same. The people will see a link that says G-O dot something. You know what I mean, okay? But what that does is it tells you you have record now of how many people have clicked on that link. And if I'm going to use that same link in different posts or different places, 
I use a different shortened URL each time I use it to see what, what social media posts and what social media platform are doing me the best. It does not yield sales, you understand. But if, for instance, I wrote a post and put it uh, here, and I, I posted the same information on a group or something else that I may belong to, um, and I find out that the post at my page did you know, 50 times more than my post in a group, or the post in the group might actually generate more traffic than the other one. And that sometimes gives us an idea where to spend our time and energy. That's, uh, but again, we, we're not going back to sales, right? You know, I mean, it's, we can't yeah. track. The only way you can track sales is f the sales from your website. I mean, you know, that's pretty graphic, and you know, you know about those. So, um, so very good. The, uh, excellent sales, 100 books. That's phenomenal. The... Um, those are the paperbacks or e-books? What, what's your spread there? Uh, actually, uh, all three. Oh, really? The uh, audio I, also? I'm getting pretty high uh, hits on, uh, let's just see the numbers here. Um, let's see. About 15... Kindle Unlimited reads. About 40 Kindles. Okay. And about six paperbacks. Okay, so so in your case, the e-books are... Which, by the way, of... is enough to boost the paperback up to 100000 in the bookstore. So you don't have to oh, sell great. a lot of paperbacks to get a fairly decent ranking. That's right. That's right. Very good. They just don't right. sell as fast as uh, uh, right. Kindles. And yeah. at the same time, uh, uh, although I am you know, selling a couple of books a day, Apparently, it's competitive because I, my Kindle ranking occasionally drops out of hmm. uh, the uh, uh, hundred thousand ranking mm -hmm. to the to the low hundred thousands. Well, you're at a hundred thousand nine seventy five right now in Kindle store. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I, I know it's a big number, but that's not bad. You're seventy in Kindle books literature. Fiction, I've, I've been as high as thirty thousand. Oh, have you? Good. Very yeah. good. Okay. And I got All my right. 43rd review. I'm waiting for number 50 because Amazon <laughs> does something different when you go over 50 reviews. Yeah. They, they, we're, they're doing something different every day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, how, how has your Amazon activity been? It hasn't been. No? No, nothing. And to top it all off, I have not received the, my deposit of my uh, royalty check yet. And that was supposed to be in a couple of weeks uh, ago. That'll be 60 days in the future. 60 days, uh, yeah. This is from last November. Oh, really? It started in November when I published it, end of November. They, they sent me an email and said that the, the, the end date, the date it would be from, and it would be right. five 
five to seven business days after that or something, and that was a right. Of, that that seven days would have been a couple of weeks ago, and I right. have, have no record of it in my bank book. Okay, Michael, now go ahead, Lou. Uh, you might want to uh, check with the mail that people are having a hard time getting anything uh, from Amazon and mail. I had a girl today. Yeah, but this is this is a direct deposit. In she's going direct deposit. Direct? That's what I do. Oh. I'm That's sorry. the only way you have. This seems right. to be the only I, I would think that it would be in there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I would get in touch with them, Diane. Um, yeah. I didn't know for sure until Friday because I yeah. not Friday. Yeah, last week, early in the week, I didn't go any door the bank on okay. Friday. But um, I, I so I got my book made up to find out mm-hmm. for sure because I don't okay. do online banking. Right. Well, so, that's. Uh, I, that's the first I've heard of that because ever since we started with Amazon, of course, you have to wait 60 days for the first yeah. check. So this month in February, we're going to be receiving December's sales. Hmm. And uh, that's, you know, like, for instance, in Barnes & Noble, is the same way. And, however, Smashwords is 30 days, which I like. And they've done a great job. In fact, that's what I want to finish with today. Guess what I found out, everybody? And I thought it was kind of fun. I shared it on, I think I shared it on Facebook or maybe just shared it with a couple of people, is that I was happened to be on, this is not my favorite store for a lot of reasons, but I happened to be on the Walmart um, website. I was looking for a specific product, and we do have two Walmarts 30 miles to the north and 30 miles to the south, which we seldom go to. But I, you know, I figured, well, maybe I can find this on Walmart. Well, just for the fun of me, I note, well, Gerard King, who joins us, was talking about his Walmart ranking of his books, his six published books. So just for fun, I typed in, uh, the author's name with quotes. Very important to remember if you're using a name, put it under quotation marks. And all of a sudden, a page came up with all of Jim Strauss's books at Walmart, hmm. the ebooks. And so I, I dug deeper and I, I, I just found it fascinating, and I understand that it's Kobo that put them there and Smashwords. Mm. If you, when you're using Kobo and Smashwords for your eBooks, they will do the extended marketing for you. Mm. I, I again, I'm not. So what I did today, I, I posted on Jim Strauss's group page, which he has 5,000 fans. I said, gee, I was searching for something on Walmart, and I came across Jim Strauss's books for sale. Wow, you know, tell your friends if they shop at Walmart or walmart.com. Well, it, it created a lot of conversation because on his page it gets very political, and then, you know, only dummies shop at Walmart and college-educated people. I mean, you know, you get into all this political crap. But the funny thing is there's some people who said, really? Well, thanks for letting me know because we get a lot of stuff from Walmart. You know, they shop online. So anyway, I just thought I'd mention the Walmart connection. Has anybody else 
looked for their product. In fact, all you have to do is go to walmart.com. We might do this uh, just for fun as we're talking on the show. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to do it here. Oh, I found Nancy's book. Yeah, I'm on there. Yeah. I, I found it after you um, um, told me about finding gems. And, uh, yeah. It's an e-book, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't. It, your name, I, see, here's the thing. Your name is out there. Yeah, I shared it on my page and told them while they were waiting for their groceries to get filled, go ahead and buy that and be reading it. Cause well, you can't buy it in the store, hon. Yeah, huh? You can't no. buy it in the store. No, but while, they usually give you a time you can go and pick up your groceries after you've ordered oh. online. So while yeah. they're waiting to do that, they can order the ebook. Yeah. And then they can be reading that at home while they're waiting for them to fill their groceries, see. Okay. Now, I have bad news. I have bad news. Diane Uh-oh. Stevenson, in quotes, only brings up one authoress by the name of Diane Stevenson, who is interdimensional dancing ebook. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I am. No, I mean, I, I, but you can do well, it I if you... Got an e- I don't have an ebook. Oh, you don't have an ebook. Okay. No. Let's see where Lou is. He's probably known about this for a long time. Uh, don't don't bet on it. <laughs> well, who knew? Sorry, there's now. Is it Lou? Are you listed as Lewis or Lou McIntyre? Uh, Lewis. Lewis, okay. And M C I N T Y R E. Okay, let's try it again. And here we go. We have, uh, there's a famous author by the name of J. Lewis McIntyre and James Lewis McIntyre. And again and again, Infinite Universe, Higher Life According to Giordano Bruno. I think these are old books that have been reconditioned. And I'm scrolling down and scrolling. But they got three pages of Lewis McIntyre. What are you looking on? Are you looking on Amazon or what? No, I'm looking on, on Walmart. I don't know whether I'm going to be there or not. Are you on Smashwords, uh, Lou? I'm not on Smashwords. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay. Well, if you on Smashwords. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it. I'll trust trust me, everybody. It's not. Um, you you know, it's not Amazon doing it, right? No. I mean, it's Smashwords or Kobo. And of course, if your book is under Kindle Unlimited. You can't have it somewhere else. Oh, that's true. So that's why but we don't give sixty days, isn't it? Yeah, ninety it's days a 60 or something. Day program, but I, I, I have not uh, seen a reason to to change yet. Okay, no, that's fine. That that's everybody well, has their their own niche. Ads, yeah, they're giving. Uh, I saw, I read both. You know, ups and downs of it, but. You're you're not a first time author, so you know what you're doing. And uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I really am because that first book uh, hasn't uh, come follow me hasn't done much of anything. Hmm. And that was really kind of an amateur hour production. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe it might be time to uh, repurpose it. Yeah. Well, is it, uh, uh, the the goal is to use that story as one of several. Okay. Okay. Good idea. 
and and, and, and that's the name it, of it. Is come very. It's a very short story, and I think a compendium of short stories like that might be uh, worthwhile. Okay. Let me well, just. While I'm thinking about it, I'm going to get this book. I I have been meaning to order it, and I got Karen's. Yeah. Okay. Come follow me. The story of Pilate and Jesus. Yeah, there it is. I think I've got it in my wish list. Um, yeah, I know uh, people who would. I, I've got brothers who would eat this up, Lou. Uh, they they like and and James's books too. They well, and one of them would really like Diane's books too. I mean, yeah. they basically all would, but. Uh, why am I? Why is my page so big? Help! <laughs> Did you hit that Help. little thing up there that does that little thing that makes it 150 percent? Well, I, I don't know where that is, but we'll figure <laughs> it out here. Because I can't see the whole page. I'm, I'm losing the right side, you know. On on lose, come follow me. I'll take. I'm not going to worry about that. But how how many pages is 49? Luke 47. Okay. Do you feel this book, and, and I'm going to bring up a, we're going to, an awful lot of people who have an interest in the history of Christianity, you know, biblical history, there is a large number of people that are. My summation is that the large number of people are probably older than age 30 the biggest percentage of them. Most likely. And also most likely the largest concentration is over 50 because it seems like older people tend to be more state all this stuff. Anyway, this book might lend itself very well for you to narrate it, 49 pages. Yeah, it could be. And, and, the, and you could sell that on your website and keep all the money. Except three percent. I mean, just tonight. That's what we started talking about: is repurposing content. You know, mm-hmm. and forty-nine pages is not that. You know, it's not huge. It's not like I'm. You know, I'm doing a, a three hundred and fifty-page book right now, and I've been two weeks getting five chapters done. Of course, I lost my voice for a couple of days due to bronchitis, but. But the, you know that's that's a monumental thing. Forty nine pages would be, yeah, you know, it might take a day, maybe a day and a half, and there's absolutely no cost to it because you can edit it, which is like I was sitting here uh, recording a chapter today, and Shirley turned the washing machine on, which is behind the wall of the room that I'm recording in, and that clunked, so all I did was go in and um, I heard the clunk. I stopped recording, went back to the beginning of the sentence that I was recording prior to the thunk, and just went on from there, pulled up the audio file, and cut out that thunk, you know. Mm-hmm. And it took me about, uh, uh, it's 16 minutes of a chapter. 16 minutes is the length of the narration. And it took me about 35 minutes to edit it to get rid of the uhs and the ahs and the sneezes and, you know, the, the bad things. But what else do you do on a cold winter day? 
I'd much rather do this now than in the summertime when I could be out on the golf course. So, Just some thoughts about repurposing and offering social media another opportunity. And audiobooks can be sold for whatever a person wants to because you're not paying somebody to do it, you see. I, I believe a, an audiobook will sell for the paperback uh, paperback mm-hmm. price. Lou, if, um, do you have other stories like the one about Pilot that you could put them in a, a book of short stories? Yeah, that's 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 kind of what I have in mind. Yeah, like my next my next one that I'm working on right now, I actually have a story about pilot in mine. Yeah, in my book. Yeah, but I have about a dozen stories, and they're 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 I don't know how they're they're not really really long stories. And yeah. the book itself, um, I think I'm doing it like five by eight or something. It's a smaller book because there's only 160 some odd pages at that mm-hmm. size, and I don't want too thin a book. So I yeah. went to the smaller outside uh, dimensions for it. Wow! But um, I've by the first one I wrote, I wasn't ri- thinking of writing a book, and I wrote it about Malchus that uh, that Peter cut his ear off in the Garden of Gethsemane. Oh yeah! And I had that. Um, I think I entered that into a into a contest, and then I had it published in a Pentecostal magazine uh, years ago, and now it's I think the first story in my book of stories. Yeah. Hmm. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I I have in mind a bunch of short stories. Karen wants me to, uh, if you remember the scene where uh, uh, Peter, James, and John uh, uh, just say goodbye to their father Zebedee and say, "Okay, Dad, uh, I hate to leave you in a lurch like this, but uh, we're going to go be fishers and men." Uh, mm-hmm. That must have been an interesting discussion. Yeah. I bet it was. I have a story about Zebedee in my book too. Oh, wow. really? I t- I've, I've t- what I've done, I've got the t- my title is um, "The Lives of God's Poor and Obscure." I yeah. picked mm. out a dozen different people that we. Some of them you don't even know their names. I've given them names and I've written stories around them, but there's so little in there. But they're there and they're important. Yeah. And they're there for a reason. So I've got. I, I I actually want to do something a little bit controversial, and that is Jesus a month or two before the crucifixion coming up uh-huh. to Judas and saying, "I have a job for you, uh-huh. and only mm. you can do it." Wow. And how he might have felt about it, probably said, "No way am I doing that." And, uh, you know, explore him a little bit, because he's obviously always been the villain, but was he? Mm-hmm. Good question, yeah. Was he, was he sometimes a good guy and sometimes a bad guy, huh? Yeah. Hey guys, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, the, the, the room will be yours. We're going to close off the recording. Uh, again, we focus today on some other avenues of uh, repurposing content. Uh, we heard some great results from Lou McIntyre and uh, his books uh, available. The Eagle and the Dragon, of course, his number one selling book, a novel of Rome and China. Diane Stevenson, you can read her wonderful work at Success Be Mine, uh, and that B is the letter B. Is that correct, Diane? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and then nancyloohenderson.com, Nancy Lou with her widow's blog and all the other good stuff. So uh, we're going to close off the recording. Looking forward to everybody coming back next week. Bring your friends. And the room is open for our guests that would like to continue to chat with each other. Thank you very much. This is Chuck Bartok wishing you all a good week because there is no alternative. Thank you. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.